Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello. This episode of Season 3 was called... A Day in the Strife. Which is a very nice title. For We get to see all corners of... All of our normal corners, anyway, of Babylon 5. Babylon 5 is a very exciting place to live on. <laughs> Probably it's good in some ways that people who live there don't know everything that actually goes on. <laughs> yeah, it's good they don't have, like, a newspaper that, like, tells what's really going on. Because <laughs> there would be much... Much smaller number of occupants. <laughs> yeah, we had an alien probe almost destroy us today. Um, but that's normal for a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you enjoy the episode, Brianna? I liked it. It did seem very much like, just like a day in the life. A day in the, like, this, this happens in the med lab, and this happens, like, oh, the doctor's mildly addicted to stimulants, and the dock workers are mad, and there's this probe that's going to kill everybody. It's kind of... Kind of our thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a nice... I'm used to it now. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll start since you mentioned it. We'll mention the doctor and his stims uh, addiction. Uh, did that surprise you? Did you... I... We've seen him take those before. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I was a little surprised, but uh, Zach made a remark when... Um, we, we assume he takes one... At the beginning of the episode, before he asks the girl to dance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, I, I mean, the signs were all there, but I don't know. I was, I was still kind of surprised. Yeah. Before, they had, you were correct, they had mentioned it, but it was never really a... Yeah. A, it's pretty low-key. Because he pretty works low key, all yeah. these long shifts, and he has to stay awake. Yeah. And he has to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. They, they made that parallel between, or at least Scareball and me, that parallel. They mm-hmm. both kind of have this obsessive-compulsive kind yeah. of stuff, and... That it feeds right into it, so I thought that was that was an interesting little character development. Fun, Garibaldi's running know. around everyone, everywhere, and trying to be friends with people. Yeah, he knows what's going on. It's interesting his little conversation with, <laughs> with Jakar earlier on. It was a lot of Garibaldi Londo stuff, and uh, he, he we've been seeing a little bit more this season. A couple of Garibaldi and Jakar conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Garibaldi just wants to punch Londo in the face. <laughs> Most people it's do. Probably better yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go to the Lando plotline then. Since we... Yeah, man, that, that first scene with him, that was um, oh. that was a little rough. Awful. Like, I, I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. I hate this guy. Um, I don't feel bad for him at all. <laughs> yeah. Usually Zach's like, oh, just the poor guy. I don't know. Like, no, he's awful. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting him and Delaney. You don't see that pairing very often. No. Not by themselves. No, very... But well, they used of... to talk so much. <laughs> and Dylan's like, no, no, we never really did. <laughs> uh, which is kind of sad in and of itself, you know, just... Yeah. He, he's grasping for fond memories that weren't even there. <laughs> yeah. That and, I don't know, they never had much in common, I think, was sort of part yeah. of the problem. So, yeah, it's it, that was kind of a sad... T- I mean, yes, Londo is acting terrible and he's casting away basically his conscience. Like, Goodbye, um, Veer. Yeah. I mean, in the best, in the kindest way possible. But still, uh, you know what exactly why he's sending Veer off. Yeah, it's interesting because he doesn't want to keep... I mean, he says it's not good for Veer to be here, which is true and, and kind of commendable of him. But I think he doesn't like having Veer there either as a conscience. Pulling him back towards the right thing. Or yeah. at least just ma- make him guilty all the time. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. You, know, you think about that as a parallel with uh, Franklin, in, in a sense. Neither oh. what really, really wanted to hear the, the truth, That's true. essentially. Hmm. If you wanted to really go for the the English deep take, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say the alien probe didn't actually want to hear the truth either. Well, that's true. <laughs> There's a lot of deception in this episode, actually. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and it's interesting. You got the, you know, you got both Veer and Jakar both being said, hey, you guys need to lead Balan 5. And, mm. you know, that's kind of a parallel thing going on. And they turn out differently, obviously. Mm-hmm. I thought we might get more of that, uh, the other Narn official guy at the end after they convinced him to leave, but they really didn't. Or after they convinced him to stay. You know, that whole conversation between him and Jakar, I, you know, that's a hard conversation. Like, do you... He, I mean, the guy who came in, kind of, you know, he was on Jakar's side. He says, look, we got to recover first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an interesting, I mean, it's a very realistic sort of tension. argument. Tension. That, that's yeah. a better word. Yeah. It's hard to say even at the end. I mean, we want Jakar to stick because, you know, he's a cast member of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you want him to be, but at the same time, it's it's hard to know exactly who is in the right. I mean, I guess like what Garibaldi was saying, you know, if you go to Narn, they're going to kill yeah. you. It's It's... It's more likely than not. And for the Narns, and expect, you know, especially Car, it's about being free and not about being safe. safe. Comfortable. Yeah. But, I mean, you could certainly see the, you know, say it was a modern conversation, there'd be a lot of people on the other guy's side, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we have a lot of that conversation about... <laughs> safety it, versus freedom. Uh-huh. And that's a pretty long-standing conversation in America. Yeah. <laughs> especially since this episode sort of started with, like, a gun control argument, almost. <laughs> yeah. I have what I have. Yeah. No, wasn't it, I got what I oh, got? Oh, I got what I got. That wasn't even get. proper English. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bumper sticker that says that. With his Krogo <laughs> stick? His Krogo stick. But it's interesting, though, the, if you think about the people who wanted Jakarta to stay, the guy, the bodyguard dude, who... Leonardo. Leonardo, as Zach called him. <laughs> Which was a nice callback to... Last season. Yeah, that one episode that Sheridan on the ship. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but was, Oh, that's who that guy was? Yeah. yeah. That, I, I didn't catch it at first until they were having the orange juice at the bar. Because <laughs> I Sheridan don't think loves, it was just orange juice. Sheridan loves his orange juice. But <laughs> I was like, oh, it's from like wartime stuff. Like, this is ages ago. No? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I I had no memory of that no. connection, but I think it's interesting. His whole argument with him was not just that they wanted Jakar to be a warmonger, but that that Jakar's greatest weapons were his head and his heart, mm-hmm. which I thought is an interesting parallel again to the whole thing of like the guy didn't fight Sheridan because basically, well, he realized it would be a stupid thing to do once he actually was put into that position. But it's not just about having the. I'm again. I'm doing a deep. English analysis here, but it's it's about having the uh, the right morality, the right mm-hmm. thing. It's not just about having weapons. Having the best weapons. Yeah. Having the best weapons. So I don't know. I, I like that parallelism there. Anyway, like I said, we're going heady here. Any uh, any other impressions? I, I think it was interesting just as a connection that you know, beginning they bring up that oh Sheridan, I did research on his backstory and he's good at overwhelming odds and stuff, and then basically he pulls that off with the alien race at the end. Yeah, that's a good point. It was a very Sheridan thing to do. It was. It like, is a very we got Sheridan. three minutes left. Like, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> I, I love, like, don't, no send. And Obama's like, oh boy. <laughs> well, I like, at one point, she was like, you are going to give me an ulcer. <laughs> Poor Obama. <laughs> if I survive this job without uh, losing my mind, it will be a miracle of biblical proportions. And there goes my faith. faith in the <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy was that background guy was great this episode. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot of him. A lot of little remarks. I didn't hear anything, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> fun. So it was a, yeah, it was just a fun day in the life episode. It really was. It really was. I, I don't have any spoiler corner. So stuff is, is beer gone for yeah. good? 
He'll be back. Okay, good. Yeah. He's in the credits, and he's not like... He's so sad. He's like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, you have to go, Veer. You have to go to summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> Women might even find you handsome. Attractive. Like, eventually. <laughs> in time, I think, is what I was say. <laughs> oh, man. So, but, but no, Veer's not gone for good. He'll, good. He does ca- take on kind of more of a recurring sort of basis, I think, this season anyway. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. But, but anyway, uh, I don't think we have any spoilers. So that was A Day in the Strife. Be sure to tune in for future episodes of the Weekly Hijack. We'll be back next week with another one, if the Lord wills and, you know, everything. The grass grows and the creek don't rise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that matters in Babylon 5, but anyway. <laughs> We're wrapping this up if you can. If can't a probe tell. doesn't come and try to kill you. Yeah. Well, that, that, that too. Anyway, until the next time, hopefully. <laughs> this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Bye. Maybe. <laughs>